Alright then, so this is going to be the interview, and um, I guess I'll start it with the first question for Will. Um, um, well, what is your name? Uh, William, William Taylor. Alright. For the record. Um, what is your official title in your company? In my company, as in my business, or as yes. in my record? Yes, as in, your, as in your business. I am the CEO. Um, do you have any previous experience in producing clothing? No, I do not. Um, have you ran your own side businesses before, and what were they specialized in? Never ran a side business before, but I definitely did do side business work in terms of like Lyft, Uber, DoorDash, you know, etc. Postmates, Amazon Flex, just to see what it would be like to actually work for myself as a sole proprietor. Okay, so this is a bit of um, a different question. How do you feel about the trade of James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets? Um, I don't know how to feel about it, honestly. Um, they got rid of a lot to get just a score, so I have to see how it will work, honestly. Three alphas, Three alphas on the same team is, could be very challenging. Okay, so when did you come up with the idea to start your own business? Thanksgiving was when it all like you know came crashing down on me. Like you know what, it's about that time. Try something new. Ah. Well, that brings me to my next question: of what caused you to start your own business instead of taking a different side job? the benefit of working for yourself as opposed to working for someone else and making them rich is uh, more ideal to me. I don't see a reason to be and continue to work for someone else and make them rich when I can make myself rich. So it just made more sense to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Long term and short term. And this is something I can leave back to my kids. Business. Yep. Can't get fired from my own business. Yeah. Um, did anyone else help you start the business? And if they did, how did they impact you? I have uh, two solid people that actually, like, you know, pushed me to do something different. My cousin Andre, my cousin Gerard, those was like the main two that was in my ear that was pushing me to, you know, create my own. Um, they both have their own companies also. And, um, they just put it in, like basically instilled it in me and tried to try something different. Ah. Yes. It's pretty cool. Um, what made you decide what made you decide to start a clothing line out of all things to produce? It wasn't just about the clothing line. It was more so like I like to I like sweatsuits. Or I wear sweatsuits. Felt that? Yeah, I like <laughs> wear sweatsuits. And I used to get a lot of compliments on my sweatsuits. So it just made sense to start there and to see exactly what it could take me. 
right. Um, let me get a let me get a little insider secret. What material are your clothes made of? Cotton and polyester, fifty five percent cotton, forty five percent polyester. Ah, okay. Um, I guess a different question would be, out of all the people who have bought, where what are the most, like, where are the farthest places people have bought your clothes from? I've had um, some people in Ohio. I really don't know. I've had uh, North Carolina, Atlanta. North Carolina, yeah, North Carolina, Atlanta, Baltimore, Jersey, New York, Connecticut. Yeah, all over the all over the east. Just not international yet. Working bit. Ah, yeah, international shipping, from what I understand, is pretty hard. Yes. Yeah. If you reach that level, though, it's a whole other level. Yep. Anything um, from the west coast of the United States? Not yet. Not yet. All right. But working on it. Or like personal ads and stuff through Facebook um, ad and um, Instagram ad to you know get it like out to more people all over the world that's interested in like you know being, being athletes and more sporty and yeah yeah that's good um, don't forget about Google ads as well those reach a lot of people too good to know. same with Twitter ads kind of Twitter um well. What is your financial bottom line for the business, if you have one? My financial bottom line, like the like what I want to make monthly, is usually about two thousand dollars a month for starters. Yeah. yeah. So then, um, might I ask how you're doing now? Yes, I made about four thousand dollars over the last month, so I've actually overachieved. That's really good. Month. Yes. That's really good. <laughs> okay, so, so. How did you come up with the idea for the TaylorMade brand? All right, TaylorMade just made the most sense to me. Uh-huh. Like my last name is Taylor. I am TaylorMade. You know, coming from, you know, my mom, she's TaylorMade. It's tattooed on me since I was little, <laughs> since I was about 18, 19. So it, only, it was only right that I made the name, the brand, um, TaylorMade, because it was a part of who I am from day one. Huh, I actually didn't know that. Um, yes. How do you allocate time between work, family, business, and other side jobs? It's not easy. Um, but what I would say is this. Um, I took um, my 9 to 5 job and turned it part-time to create more time for family, to create more time for my business, to create more time for myself. Um, that was number one. Number two, it was just learning how to balance business, family, and your regular nine to five. That's very, very hard to do, especially when you're actually just starting your own business too on top of that. Yeah. So, you know, you just kind of find the balance, find a healthy balance and just have a actual partner that understands. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you would want to add? I mean, whatever you want to ask me, I'm open. That's it? Well, I don't have any more questions, so I was just seeing if you wanted to add something else. Like, what I would say is, like, for anybody that wants to, like, you know, start their own business, just think about the perks that's in it. You know, it's a lot of perks. And, like, running your own business, it's like, you don't have to clock in. You don't have to punch the clock. You don't have to result to anybody. It's all yours. Like, you know, if you make your mistakes, it's all on you. You can't get fired. 
it's just a lot more benefits than actually working for somebody when they can just tell you you gotta you can go at any point in time and your whole life is dependent on that job, family, kids, all of that. So that's my words to anybody, like anybody. It's always safe to just get your own and love what you do. All right. So thank you for your, thank you for answering my questions and No doubt, man. Anytime. That was good. So now we're on to my um Second interviewee, um, William Taylor's wife, Cheryl Taylor. Um, well, I, that explains who your name is, but I'll ask you the question anyway. What is your name? Cheryl Taylor. Um, do you work with his company? And if you do, what is your role? No, I do not. Um, does he come to you for help with his decisions? Mm, not really. He may put an idea out there and say like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I'll give an opinion, but come to me like, oh, what you think about this? Not really. I've done it once. Maybe once. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your current job title? Like, what do you do currently as a job? Seller supervisor for a credit union. Which credit union? Municipal credit union. Okay. Um, so, this is a side question, but if you could have any one thing, what would you get? When you say one thing, that's a broad question. Specify. Like, one object, one thing. Like, I'm not... So, as an example of what you couldn't answer would be a million dollars because that's a million things right so when you say that you mean financially or you mean a physical thing a physical thing a house perhaps okay so this is a follow-up question but where would you want that house to be nashville to no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) um in a perfect world I would say it's a toss-up between Why she guessing and thinking and all that? I wish you would have asked me these questions. This would have been real nice. It's okay. Um, I didn't really know what answer questions to ask her, so... Um, a toss-up between... Welcome to my world. <laughs> You're gonna be shocked when I say one of the places. <laughs> it's an interview. Oh, uh, okay. So realistically, I don't know where where would be. To be honest, it's a toss up between um, I've only been to states from here to. Georgia, like going along that line, but um, this is not a hard question, Shay. It is a hard question for me. I was okay. So, one to two locations where you would be Shay, fine with a house: North Carolina or Maryland. What uh, would you agree? Or Atlanta and Maryland. Excuse me. It would not be Georgia and Atlanta. Thank you. Georgia. Georgia and Maryland. No. It would be 
between three actually places. Okay. Maryland. In order, I don't have a specific. I, order. I don't. I don't need it. Maryland, uh, North Carolina, Georgia. Okay. Sorry. Make that so comfortable. Um. Okay, so what does Will come to you for in reference to his business? In um, in reference to his business, maybe to post it on my Instagram, ah. and if he's patient, he'll let me like take pictures if he. Like when he had the sweatsuit on, because you know I love taking pictures, yes. and I'm very specific on the background and stuff like that. In other words, like I'm just trying to find a good lane for her to actually be a part of the business, and just you know. Which I told not... him a good lane for me would be right now, because he wants to be in control of what he's doing. He don't need anybody any input, like as far as trying to take over. He'll take opinions and stuff like that, but. I thought it would be good for me, like, to do, like, the, when he posts, like, the uh, English part, the grammatical aspect to make sure everything's on point there, and I'm good with math. See, but I don't knock him for that. He's still getting his feet wet, so I sit back, but I don't really take part in his business. It's his business. He don't really ask for my help. At first, I was a little offended. I felt the way about it. But he said he wants to learn all the ins and outs, and then he'll tell me where I fit in. So I just step back and try to take his word for face value. All right. Well, that brings me to a follow-up question, which would be... Well, it's a comment, really, more mm-hmm. than a question. Um, I feel like you would be good at like helping write advertisements for the business, honestly. That's a good idea, too. I never thought about that. Yeah, That's like a good idea. Just a professionally written advertisement that you could post on websites and stuff. I feel like you would be good at that sort of thing. Um, well, this is a sort of similar question, but if Will doesn't come to you for help with the business, do you ever go to him for help with the business? And if so, when would you do that? Well, I give him ideas or I'll come up with something, but I don't physically come to him like, oh, you want me to do something? You need me to do something? Because when he's in that, his office area working... I've talked to him a few times, and he may have made an error. So I kind of step back and leave him so because I don't want to feel like a bother. But I never specifically said, okay, you want me to put this name on it? I just leave him because okay. he made it clear. He wanted to do his thing. He'll let me know what where he want me to fit in. All right. my um, Did you financially put in money into the business to start it up, and do you financially support the business now? I helped with a few items he had, like the, I don't know, he bought something when he went out with um Cecil, one of the machines, and I ordered the labeler and something else. And my sweatsuits, I didn't pay for my sweatsuits, but I should. Catch your be In some way, although I do feel, because I'm his wife, I should get some kind of discount if I'm going to contribute. Because I feel like if I had a business, I wouldn't charge my husband at all. I have never charged my wife. No, he has not. Business. Has not. Yep. So that's just like the safest way to go about it. She gets on my nerves about things, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to ever charge my wife for anything that I, that results to this business. And I am being mindful because at one point I'm like, oh, I like that sweatsuit. I want that one. I am being mindful. I have three sweatsuits. He came in here with a navy blue and black. I do like them. But I did not 
fix my lips to ask for nothing because I want him to continue to, you know, it's, increase it's his revenue. It's harder to grow the business when you're just giving away product. Yeah, so, it's true. You know. But I have a lot of following and I'm always posting because as soon as I posted the black, the, the pink and black sweatsuit, so many people was like, oh, where I could get that from? Blah, blah, blah. So it is a gift and a curse, but I'm mindful. So I have not asked for any sweatsuits. I wear the same three. No, sorry. No, I'm just thinking Continue. of my cousin, sorry. Oh. oh, he said Mario, yeah. yeah. Um, well, this is another comment to something that Will said. Okay. Um, some people would say that, like, maybe hosting a giveaway or something online would help, you know, drive up interest in the business. Because if you're hosting giveaway where, like, people sign up for for your email list for example in exchange for having a chance to be entered in for a free sweatsuit that could drive up more interest into business but that's that's, some, that's another idea that i can that's make. true okay so this is so this is another question does will help you around the house less than before he opened the business no okay not less the business doesn't take over him helping out and contributing in the house all right. Um, okay, where is Will's and your favorite place to go together? Hmm. <laughs> Probably the spa. Hmm. I think we both like the spa. Am I, mean, I wrong? I would say the spa. I mean, you can't go wrong with just relaxation. Mm-hmm. I would say this well. Nothing like another woman rubbing on your body. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> nice, okay. And I would say a vacation. For him, it doesn't matter where we go. Just as long as it's a view of the water or the water's nearby and it's just relaxing. That's good. Not a specific place. It could be anywhere. We could go to freaking Staten Island as long as we see the water and it's just... Well, I mean, the Staten Island water is not, not, not the best. <laughs> But anyway, next question. Next question. What is your opinion of the quality of your husband's clothes? It's very good quality. And I'm not saying that because it's my husband. It's not cheap material. He's very mindful of what he's selling. Like, even he picked up a couple of hats. And I said to him, I was like, oh, put the patch Bond you put the patch or whatever on it, and he put it on, but he didn't like the quality of the hat, so he said he's not selling those, he got to get a better quality. So he takes pride in what he's selling, he don't want to just sell to make money, he wanted to actually be a situation where you'll come back for more because you're getting your money's worth. All right, so this is um, a more personal question. So, why did you first fall in love with Will? You should. You wanted me to have. You wanted to have these questions. This is for me. Questions. He closed. He closed the door for me and opened the door for you. So. <laughs> well, Will is very funny. He was very sweet. Was. I'm sorry. <laughs> the first day I'm talking about. Oh my god. Only the first day. No. <laughs> always joking and playing. He made me laugh. He's very dedicated, passionate. So, what made me fall in love with him is, I'll never forget, we met on more than one occasion within the same circle. 
But to actually interact amongst each other, we was at Tamika and Kevin's housewarming. And we just started frying chicken. We both love chicken. Fried chicken. We started frying together like we knew each other. Can't go wrong with fried chicken. For years. And even his crazy behind went outside <laughs> to cut his hair. And it was raining. I said, you might want to get out because it's, <laughs> you might get electrocuted. So that's when he must have really knew I cared about him. So I fell in love with his uh, him being humorous. He was very given. Very, he thought was very thoughtful, dedicated, all the uh, above. See, for me, I don't like the way she throwing this was around. I mean, he <laughs> is sorry. She throwing this was around a whole lot. The right? only reason I'm saying was does not mean there is no is. Right, I said it was because emerges. I mean, was, but was, was I, once upon a time. No, I'm saying was because I'm talking about in the beginning. Yes, in the beginning. He is still humorous, as you can see. Yeah. Thoughtful. He is more helpful. That's because we got a kid. They're annoyed. That's one of the reasons I'm more helpful. <laughs> oh, shut up. Okay. You got to help run out. All right. Now. <laughs> well. That anyway, why did y'all decide to settle for now, at least settle and live in Brooklyn? Well, currently we are working on getting out of Brooklyn. Yes, but that is the plan. If it was up to William, it would be tomorrow. It would have been two years ago. Right. Okay, if it was yep. up to him, but. We're here just for now. I'm looking for a job. We're trying to figure out where we want. He wants to go to North Carolina. I did like Georgia. I like North Carolina. But right now, the we came to common ground in agreement of Maryland. Because it's not too far, but it's not too close. I have family there. He has family there. Well, his cousin there. So. All right. That's so. what we came to. Um, that would be the final question. So, is there anything else you would like to add, add on? Anything else you'd like to explain further? This is off topic. I'm trying to figure out. I'm in the legal field, right? In the banking field. But I want to do something more in the legal area. Yes. Of how to go about that. Well, first things first, definitely, is that you would want to work up to becoming a lawyer at some point, but getting it to become a practicing lawyer at a, at a law firm or a big law firm, for instance... That takes a lot of time, and it takes a lot of work, and, debt. and it takes a whole lot of waiting around doing paperwork, from what I've been told. And debt. Yeah, and law school is very expensive, so it's a lot of things. It's one. It's probably one of the main. It's probably very expensive because it's one of the major um, bridges into the political field as well. So you know that allows for more upper middle class people to get me into the political field, and you know control um 
the criminal justice system and the political system. That's just a hypothesis of mine. But, I want a job where I wake up and I love what I'm doing. This is, well, business, this is exactly what I'm talking about in terms of business. You know, thinking like an employee and thinking like your own business is two different things. And I feel like this is where um, like a lot of people struggle at, you know. You know, um, being able to just, I just want a job. I just want to work. I just want to do this. I want to love what I do. If you want to love what you do, it's just always the safest way. Do a regular job, work the least amount of hours, contribute to your own business and what you really, really, really want to do. Which is? And grow from that. Which is? Whatever, the, whatever your business, whatever you want to do. Because who said I want to have a business? Who said I don't want to have a business? What is some, I don't want to open a business just so I don't have to work for anybody. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. It has to be something that I enjoy and I like to do. Well, what yeah. type of law do you enjoy doing or enjoy pra- practicing in? Ideally, when I wanted to go to law school from the beginning, I wanted to deal with um, entertainment law. Ah. Because I love the entertainment world and I like law. And then I do like criminal law, but with criminal law, a lot of lawyers don't get paid. I used to work for one. And she told me it's not money in there because criminals don't like to pay. Criminal law is a lot lot lower paying because it's mostly a public industry versus a private industry. So when it's a public industry, especially if you're a public defender, they get paid minimally for the most work, right? But in the government industry in like criminal law which is entirely ran by government trying to prosecute somebody it's a lot less paying simply because the government's interest is on trying to be the most efficient with taxpayer dollars and i feel like more money should be going into the pub into the criminal law system because that helps improve the criminal law system but when it when it comes down to it, you're going to have to prioritize funds if you're the government and they choose to prioritize in different areas, which is why it's lower pay. To me, at one point I wanted to be in the FBI. Hmm. That's not a job for when you have family, because automatically when you get out of training, three months is in Quantico, and then you could be thrown in any state. Anywhere. Right, anywhere. It could be, you're right, it could be in another country too. Yeah. And um, I just like the legal feel, the law aspect. At one point before it got crazy with the whole cop thing, I was going to be a cop. Hmm. But speaking to Uncle Henry, <coughs> speaking to your father, when I was having second thoughts, they confirmed that right now is not a good time to become a cop, especially in New York City. Yeah. With so much going on. But I like the legal feel. I like, um, like the law. Criminal law is my passion, and I like entertainment law. But that's a competitive feel because it's so it's small compared to criminal corporate. Corporate is boring to me, and I know that's where the money is. Yeah. But I don't want to be sitting at my desk reading fifty pages for a case. It's boring. Yeah, that's true. Then I thought about a way to connect. Law, banking. I love English. Like, I thought about an English professor 
I thought about that, but is it worth it? It's the concept. And I feel like I'm about to be 35 years old. 35, I should be set in what I wanted to do. Well, it was more on the business aspect. Yeah, I would like to open a dance school, but dancing is not uh, a central business. You see how the world shut down. I would have no income if I solely depended on a dance school. Yeah. So, growing up, when I was a freshman in high school, I wanted to be a pediatrician until I found out you have to stand by on surgeries and stuff like that. I can't do that. I pass out. Blood ain't my thing. So then I stuck with my sophomore year. I wanted to be a lawyer. I really want to be a judge. I don't want to be a lawyer. I really want to be a judge. But in New York City, in order to be a judge, you have to be a lawyer for 10 years. Yes, I don't know other states. I don't know the other law. And I wanted to be a choreographer. And I wanted to be an English professor. Those are three totally different subjects. Sounds Sounds like a lot, right? So I'm just trying to figure out what... I want to do. I have so much experience in banking. I have experience in. I'm talking to my brother. Why are you playing? No, we're being interviewed. The interview's over. I'm just talking to oh, him. The interview's yeah. over. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I'm just talking oh. to him. <laughs> yeah. He said that. He said that was the last question. I'm just talking to him. Yeah. Um. Because even though he's my baby brother, he has some kind of sense. When he talks, he has logic. That's um, one of the thing, key things I focus on. Right. If I'm saying gibberish, then what's so the point of saying So, I'm gibberish? just trying to figure that out. I get Will's point of view of you want to have your own business, you want to leave something to your children, but I don't want to have a business just because I don't want to work for somebody or I just want to have my own. Like, clothing is not my passion. That's not his passion, but he likes sweatsuits and he just... Combine what he likes. He likes sweatsuits. All right, I'm gonna do tailor made and sell it because he likes sweatsuits, so it kind of works for him. But for me, I'm good at math. I'm good at English. I'm good at debating. I'm good at speech, like speech classes. I'm not scared to speak in front of people. I'm not scared of none of that. Tiffany keeps the telling me the, the field that she do. needs to be in is that world of like you know, like Wendy Williams. <laughs> That's what she needed to be. In. He said I need to be in the field of like gossiping, not gossiping. That's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with um, Perez Hilton or Shade Room and stuff like that because I always know information on celebrities and stuff like that. That's what he's saying. But Tiffany was like, I should start a blog, but start a blog for what and about what. Honestly, when you list public speaking law knowledge, um, celebrity knowledge, that makes me sort of, that makes me think that you would be a solid political candidate, honestly. But as a political candidate, you have to go to law school. No. No? Politics is weird because you can both be the most knowledgeable person or you can be the least knowledgeable person. But it just depends on winning voters. So if you can win voters by being charismatic and being a good public speaker, it doesn't really... Scratch what I just said. Donald Trump did not go to law school and he became the president. Yeah, but you so. president is the most exclusive and hardest 
most expensive, most intensive campaign anyone will ever run. Absolutely. I, I would not ever want to be president, but I'm just saying that's you're running the world. Yeah. And it's, he didn't go to law school. It's an incredibly stressful, Absolutely. intensive and you always watch. job that requires you to be ready for anything at all times. You always have to be on alert. And you always have to be ready to deal with the new situation. Especially as the United States president, where you're in control of the world's largest military, you're in control of the world's largest economy, you're in control of most of the world's trade routes, and all that good stuff. It's it as the head executive of the country. And as the commander-in-chief of the armed forces. So, it's um very interesting sort of... So, if you had an input on... Or suggestion or recommendation of what I should do or which route I should go. Based on the three things I told you I love to do, what would you recommend? Oh, I like acting too. But he keeps telling me, oh, you have to have a certain look. What she's trying to say, I guess my ass needs to lose some weight. Um, what would I, you recommend? Honestly, I would recommend... Wherever you decide to settle down, I would assume it would be in a mostly democratic area, right? Yeah. That you just go for it and run for office as a local politician. Because running as a local politician requires less legwork. It requires, I guess, more intricacy with the community. And it requires shifting less people, to getting less people to know you within a federal race or a statewide race or even a house race. A local race. How would you get paid for that? Um, politicians get paid. Well, I believe local politicians get paid usually around sixty thousand dollars a year. In most places in New York, New York City, local politicians get paid around eighty thousand. It usually depends on the cost of living in the area, because. You know, you don't want politicians to, you know, have to, you know, sh- struggle to survive, right? So, mm-hmm. politicians are able to live fine. So, as well as you can always, when opportunity presents itself, move upwards in the rank, which increases pay. So, like a house representative gets paid, like, I think $150,000 a year. Damn. So, like... You win a house race and then you situate and then you cement yourself there. You're fine. And why do you say that? Why hmm? do you feel that that would be like the perfect like you know line for her? Because she already has law knowledge. She went to school for it. She already has. She has. If she's good doing public speaking, then she would be good. At, and she's good in front of a crowd. That's one of the main things you need to do to become a successful politician. That's something I'm working on. And um, you know. Having knowledge, being able to do research, being able to write a speech, very important. As well as being able to act, that's also very important. Being able to tell what a crowd feels and be able to put yourself in the mood of that crowd. Being able to understand the crowd and talk about certain things to most appeal to the crowd. Uh, is some Are some of the most important things that a politician needs and I feel like you would be able to do all that. <laughs> I 
Honestly. He just gave you confidence in a different type of way without you even noticing. I don't even think you noticed that. I always say, do whatever it is that you love, regardless of what it is. Whatever it is, do it because you love it. Don't ever settle on a job just because. Yeah. Because like, then your problems come home. Yes. And you're not happy. And that unhappiness, it actually, like, you know, resonates in your own home. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, being a politician is not as much work as you would think it would be. Because most of the time, you get all your staffers to do all the paperwork and stuff, and you just are the public figure. So, it's not really that much work. You go in and debate every once in a while, or for like a little bit, but it's not really that big of a deal. Like, let's say you move to North Carolina, right? You run in a local Charlotte race, you win the local Charlotte race. Um... You have multiple month breaks that would allow you to go home, as well as you could travel in between Charlotte and Raleigh, the capital, um, and you get a fine paycheck that you can live off of. Like, it's what's the fine. plan B? Um, if you don't, if the politician route doesn't fool them, well. You know, political knowledge transfers to all walks of life because being able to understand and work around structures of power is a very important skill, not just in public, not just in normal politics, but businesses have their own politics. Every, like, all levels of, all structures and levels of power have their own politics. Politics is basically just how power is structured. And how, and how society is organized, right? So, even if, you know, you don't become a successful politician, the knowledge that you get from even knowing about how to be a successful politician translates to upward moment, upward movement. Because the skills you get from being a successful politician translate very well into life into successes in life. As an example, public speaking, being able to play to a crowd heavily helps you get on people's good sides. And being on people's good sides is very good for upward mobility, even if it even if it doesn't even if your job performance is a little less than someone else's. If you're on someone's good side compared to the other person, you'll probably get be promoted compared to the other person. True. So it's like being able to understand structures of power and use them to your benefit is one of the key things for upward mobility. At least that's how I see it. I mean, that's why I'm choosing to study political science myself, because that translates to so many different things. Just knowing how to use structures of power to climb I have my is... bachelor's, yeah. and he's so annoying. See, I just looked over there, and I remember. See? <laughs> I have my bachelor's in um, 
legal studies. Would that be considered pre-law? No. Legal studies is my major. Sorry, Bachelor of Science. That's what my bachelor is. Yes. But um, originally I was going to go, when I graduated from John Jay, I was going to pursue my master's in forensic psychology. I thought that was a good topic. But then I ended up in banking and I stayed in banking. And I felt like I didn't want to go get my master's until I'm in the field that I want to be in. I'm fine with banking. I like banking, but I'm over MCU. <laughs> and you know how mommy always say work smarter, not harder. And I feel like I work too hard there uh. as a supervisor. So, but I think I need to go the route of the legal field. I don't think I want to go to, I do want to go to law school, but it's just like, it's too much. It's very expensive. It's expensive. Then it's three years of schooling. It's just a lot of time. Yeah. So, but I, I want to do the legal. I thought about just teaching like lower classes, not lower classes, but um, social studies, English. No, like legal classes. Ah. And college. Or whatever. So, well, I need to figure it out. Yes, she does. Because I definitely want to. Wake up, and if I'm not the business owner, you to be a business if owner. I'm going yeah, to, there's a thing called employees, and there's a thing called business people. Not if, everybody is meant to be. Let me see something. If I decide to go to, my hat. to to have a career, I want to wake up and actually like my career. Like mommy loved being a nurse. She hates to travel, but she liked her job. Your father, when he was a cop, he liked his job. People, they like their job. My father liked his job. He's just the travel, but he liked it. I like so, my job, too. He so liked his job. Yeah. But I I don't, I, it's so real. I don't want to go back to MC <laughs> at all. You don't like your job? The What I have to do, I can do. My job, I can do it with no problem. I don't like the management, and I don't like, how they treat me. My job itself is sit simple. Count people money, give it to them, manage other adults. That's it. It's not hard. But I need to go in the legal. I want to go in the legal field. And there's no no way to. I know personally. What kind of mask is that? Where you get this mask from? That's what Rob got me. Remember I told you he got a mask made for me? Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Represents the brand, too, so. Mm -hmm. As you would say. Um, so. I realized she likes to dance. Mm -hmm. I said that could be something that she can use as a secondary, like an outlet. Absolutely. In, in the world that we live in today, you cannot, and I mean you cannot survive off of one job. You can. It just depends on You'll be living where you, check to check. Depends Ooh. on where you live. It's a lot, a lot of ass up. Unless you're ass making up. a hundred, unless you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, and you don't have like, and you don't have expensive taste. Depends on where, it. Depends on the person. Because some people can make forty thousand a year. They know how to budget and they can live comfortably. Depends on mm. and the bills and stuff like that. But I don't think I don't think that money actually like. Pays for 
actually no, the set the federal minimum wage is seven twenty five, which I think is like around twenty thousand dollars a year. I don't think that pays for rent anywhere in the country. <laughs> so the type of job, like you said, like you know what I'm saying? Unless you're you're locked into a career or something of that nature that's that's paying over sixty K a year. That's a safe place. Sixty K is a safe place for you to be able to survive. Yeah. That's a safe place. Which is why that's pretty much the floor for politicians um, income across the country. Well, that'll make that much less than 60000 No. But that's in New York City. The moment you move from New York City... That's the thing, too. You know, it's a big difference. That's the thing, too. You gotta understand, like, sixty k is nothing in New York City. Yeah. That's like making $25,000, $30,000 a year. Well, that's sixty k is something if you don't have to pay, if you have a house that's bought already or paid off. It don't matter because you still got taxes. The taxes are still kind of expensive in New York City. Yeah, but taxes... (laughs) Account for much, much less of the less of, less of the loss of effectivity of money in the city compared to. But that's not the living. topic. I'm trying to figure out. You need to figure that part out because you're the one that got to do it. People can give you suggestions all day. People can give, can give you suggestions. I am day. having a conversation with my brother. We're all talking, Mr. Taylor. I get it. Your no. suggestion, excuse me, <laughs> is valid. I told him. You said that I should open a dance school. But I'm not I like to dance. Right now. I'm not but so, I'm not I said that, about that right now. I said that that's not essential. I can do that on the side. I'm trying to get Nico's view on the legal part. You know that politics and legal is his field. That's not saying you don't need to talk. You don't have to disappear. That wasn't even the You just was being very negative with the whole. Oh, sixty thousand. You ain't gonna live off of here. I'm not talking about that, babe. But I'm talking from a place that I understand. You know I what understand I mean? that. See how, like, you got years of law and, you know, years years of, like, experience at MCU, whatever the case is. You got those years in that. Before there was a me and you, there was a me. I get that, but you know, that's and not... I, and, I, and I lived in places. I've had my own places. I understand what it's like to live in places that's not what in, I'm from a financial standpoint. You're talking about the finances is expensive. I get that. But you're going off topic a little bit. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to help with the talk about my career. Yeah. Not but, the <laughs> how expensive the economy is. Yeah, New York City is especially expensive. It's like one of the most expensive cities on the continent. So it's crazy. But anyway, um, if you're talking about entering the legal field specifically, um. This is how much soap she put in the tub. Wow. Well, it's crazy. But, yeah. like, entering the legal field and becoming a judge is kind of not the easiest thing to do, especially since a lot of judgeships are held by old people. So That's true. They're held by people with a lot of experience. That's so true. you need to build experience or go to a place where... Being a judge is a political thing. Where they just vote. That's upstate. Yeah. I know upstate is one of them. Where they just vote you in. Yeah. So. That's pretty. That's pretty much it. Like. There are places where. Judge is a political thing. Where you get elected. And there's places where you need to be appointed as a judge. By the governor. Or federal courts where you need to be appointed by. The president. 
well, that's for Supreme Court justices, um, where you need to be appointed by federal district people. And federal, federal, actually, no, federal judges do get appointed by the president and get conferred to the Senate, right? So, yeah, so becoming a judge like you want is either going to be a political thing or it's going to be a political thing. <laughs> so, except one, you can just get voted straight through depending on the place you live. And one, you need to work a very long time, get a lot of experience in the legal field itself through law firms, maybe even running your own law firm, um, being a lawyer, and all that sort of stuff. In order to be considered to be appointed by the people who were voted in anyway. So... It's either you get voted in or you get appointed by the people who are voted in. <laughs> the longer process is used so that places have more competent judges. While the other method for just straight electing judges is used when people... When when people want judges to be, I guess, arms of partisanship. Pretty much, so. Hey. Hmm? I was asking you, can you bring Savannah's call? Then there's, decisions. then there's a whole difference between law and being a judge and being a legislature which makes the laws or being a forensic scientist who does cases and then being specific a specific type of specialized staff in forensic science that does that handles specific types of cases and handles specific parts of cases it's that whole social science skill is very big it's very, very government heavy, obviously, because it's pretty much government. So, yeah. I mean, becoming a teacher wouldn't be too hard, but teachers also get paid. I mean, a public school teacher, at least, they get paid a lot less than be, than would be desired, so, especially in a lot of places down south and around the country. So. It really does depend. It's nothing easy. But it's about putting in the work or putting in the work. <laughs> it's either you put in the footwork or you put in the brain work. Footwork is being elected, brain work is being going through the longer process of being appointed. But when you be when you are appointed, it's usually a lifetime appointment, so that's the trade off. Well, there's no age limit for appointing judges. No, I know that. Oh, you could be 37. That 
Thirty-seven. Huh? Thirty-seven. What about it? It's the age limit for FBI. Mm. I thought you was gonna ask us marital questions. Hmm? I thought you was gonna ask us marital questions. Nah. Yeah, it's a it's for my journalism class. I mean, but you know, that can still that's still journalism, right? <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be a local news story, so it's kind of. I feel like it's kind of odd to just talk about, you know, you guys' marriage. So I try to write it from, like, an objective place rather than a place of, like, oh, these are my family. (laughs) Right. So. And you have to submit it tomorrow? Yep. See, it's a good thing we did it tonight, you see? How that worked out? Yep. Especially since Auntie Pants' ass is going to need you now. That's the truth. That's the true reason why. Yep. Uh-huh. Right? When you do things early... Let me see. You're right. That's a nice looking shirt. Gotta say. This is from an objective place. That is a nice looking shirt. Buy it at tailormadelifestyle.com So wait, you were recording that whole conversation? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably upload it on my podcast because it's a pretty interesting conversation. So... You just learned a little something else about me, huh? Yeah. Need to see my views. Yeah, I've never really sat down with both you guys like this before. Together. Which is Mm -mm. is odd because, you know, we live in the same house. So, (laughs) you know. Last time you actually did this is, yeah, it would really laugh. (laughs) You remember? Can you stop that recording? Um... (laughs) If we're done talking about stuff, then sure. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, like you remember the last time, time we sat there with both of us? And it went completely left? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you talked about. I know. <laughs> but, you know, let's not let's not talk about that. <laughs> it is okay. It's all grown. Yeah, grown pains. Yeah, you grow from stuff like that. Good. I'm still here, right? Yeah. So, sometimes you gotta look at the good in it too. The bad was the storm. You know what I mean? The good is the fact that, you know, how they would make my way back. Yeah. I've grown to learn that life is full of ups and downs. So it's mad. And it's never gonna go the way you expect it to go. Yep. So you, if you're not willing to be patient and make sacrifices, then, then nothing's ever gonna work. Yep. Yeah, don't. That and they'll take your lumps and move forward. Marriage is the same. But there's That's a level matter. of patience also. There's a level of sacrifice that needs to be made. As time goes on, when the person gets tired of sacrificing and being the patient one, at what point did the other person become that person to become the sacrificer? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, them being patient for the other person gets it gets to become a lot. Yeah. Interacting with people always becomes a lot over time. Yeah, because, you know, both people got to be on the same page. Yeah. And it's hard to get on that same page with anybody mm-hmm. when your views is, like, one way and that person views is another. It's totally impossible. It's super hard. It is. Yeah. 100%. People are difficult, man. But, you know, anyway. What's the new... 
your next podcast topic? I don't know. I might just upload this. I haven't uploaded some months, so we might as well put it up there. Why not? Plus, it was a very interesting conversation. I got to know more about both of y'all. So. This is true. Yeah. And I got to advertise TaylorMadeLifestyle.com on it. So That's maybe, right. Maybe someone will buy it. I don't know. Alright. The people who will be listening to this in the future, buy from TaylorMadeLifestyle.com. I'm telling you. It's good stuff. If, you know, high quality, solid pricing, you know, think you're wrong. But if you like tracksuits, hell, I do. Anyway, continue. No. It's a lot to think about. Did I at least put some ideas into your head? Yes. I told you, Tiffany keeps saying do a blog. But do a blog on what? Man, you can do a law blog. You could do a celebrity blog. You could do a blog on anything. She said a law law blog, so. Hell, you could be very specific and do a celebrity law blog and, like, try to get your th- get your op-eds and stuff published by, your comp- by like, newspapers and stuff. No, it's not that big of a deal. So what's... So what is celebrity law, exactly? Is that, like, a, it's an extension of contract law? Is that an extension of criminal law? Like, I don't get it. That's what I'm trying to understand. You done? You going back down there? So turn the light off. Like, celebrity law sounds very broad because it's based on people. And people law is, you know, law, which mm-hmm. is very broad. So <laughs> I'm going to assume it's celebrity contract law pretty much. But like, Can you give me Savannah's uh, scarf? Even so, do you like contract law? Because that's an extension of corporate law. <laughs> Not really. So, like... Criminal law. Maybe I could do celebrity criminal law when they get arrested. <laughs> Yeah, you can do blogs on that. You could also do blogs on cases that are going on, Supreme Court stuff. There's a lot, a lot of stuff you can do. Blogs is basically just telling, saying, it's basically just posting what you think on. It's basically posting written versions of what you think. A podcast is more of something where you post a live or post a audio version of what you think. Which is what I try to do, which is why my podcast is called Nico's Thoughts. Because it's just me telling, saying what my thoughts are and stuff. Nico's Thoughts. Yep. How's your podcasting going? I haven't uploaded in a while, but I'll upload again. I'll probably upload this. Well, if this is going to be on a podcast, anything you want to advertise? Google ads appear everywhere, so you should try to get those, definitely. Yeah, they got it set up for me to actually, you know, this part of my website. So, nice. when you actually, like, set up a website, it tells you, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do. You need to actually promote your business on Google. You need to promote your business on Instagram. How do you do that? And then, kind of walks you through it. So, all that's just, like, learning steps from me also. So, I'm not going to just do it and not research it and see yeah. how to do it, so... That's what I mean by all aspects of the business. 
mm-hmm. before I put her in place because if I just put her in place and I don't know how to do it and she don't know how to do it, it could potentially be a, a waste. point of argument. Yeah. Right, it could be a waste. So that's what I'm trying to explain to her. I'm like, I want to learn all aspects of the business before I can show you what I really need you to do. Yeah. Because I can walk you through it step by step on what you need to do. Yeah. Though I must be, though I must say, and if I were to advise anything, uh, if you need something to be professionally written, you know, go to her. She's good. I'm finding, I'm finding certain niches. I'm, I'm seeing like little things because it's not going to just be one particular thing. She's going to be a part of in the business. It's going to be yeah. multiple things. So, yeah. Can't run, nobody can run a business completely by themselves. They need support somewhere. Yeah. Like right now, I'm about to go on the road with all my product and try to sell it out of the trunk. Old school. Yep. Clutch. And I have a, you see, I have a seller's background already. So me selling stuff, yeah. it's easy. I already got it on, so that helps me a lot because yeah. I have it on already. Oh, where you get your stuff from? I got it in the trunk. This is my stuff. Yeah. Makes sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. You already, mm-hmm. like, that. Why, that's why this kind of business makes sense for you. You already have a taste for the product. You already have a taste of what your branding will be. You already have a way to. You already are used to selling niche. stuff, so it just it makes it makes perfect sense for something like that. That just combines all your greatest skills, mm-hmm. as well as you're very dedicated to stuff. So it combines all your skills. You see that? Look at that! It took you like literally like minutes to think that up. That's why I think she would be a good politician because it combines all her skills. Especially, like, especially legislature, Leg- legislator. She has like a straight, like she has one of those faces too. So it's just like the sun, like it's a straight face that you can't play with this person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, as times evolve, it might be more important for a politician to be more fun and charismatic that way than a serious person. She she's that way. I mean, I know my sister. She can be fun. You gotta take the, take the fact that she's your sister off the table. True. Catch what I'm saying? She's yeah. Charismatic. She can be very charismatic to you, but to others, she may not be. I'm not saying that that's what it is, but that's why the chair face. She didn't say, her face would tell you it all. Yes, exactly. Currently, we wear masks, so no one could see my face from here. Well, <laughs> I don't think you'll be running for politician in April. How do you feel about it? Um, what, politician? Yeah, or just the conversation in general. It's a very interesting conversation. I might go back and look into the FBI still. There has to be other, it can be other jobs aside from FBI. I'll look into the politician. All the above. I never took it back, so. This is on the teacher on the big machine. It's a small machine. On your mind, Nico. None. That was a good interview? Yeah. Clutch. Yeah. 
So with forensic psychology, what do you think I can do? Forensic psychology is something is something similar to criminal minds, right? Huh? Forensic psychology is something similar to criminal minds, right? Because how could you get the psychology of a dead person? So I would assume it would be trying to get the psychology of a criminal. Mm -hmm. That is useful in crime. That's criminal. Yeah, that's criminal. So that's not really criminal that's law. That's uh -huh. just that's not really criminal law. No, it's not. The law is just in the middle of the room. I don't want it to be a mess in front of the door when I come out in the morning. With a bunch of raccoon stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fair. How do you feel about the quality of the clothes? It's some good stuff. Gotta say. Dryer, the black and gold one we don't ever use, really. Oh, yeah. yeah, forensic pathology isn't really law, just criminal. Well, let's look. Like, I mean, sure, you might have to testify behind the courtroom, but it's not really based on law practice. I mean, see, and this is good for us because we both don't like to be smothered. <laughs> We both don't like to be smothered. I don't know about both. <laughs> you like being smothered? No. All right then. So we both don't like to be smothered. Both. <laughs> 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 no, I don't like to be smothered. I like to just get it. Every now and then, I'm out the way. Okay. Facts. Whatever you say, sweetheart. Facts. <laughs> and y'all gonna just continue to have that conversation? Yes. You want to say about the one on one? No. Remember to come downstairs? No. Right no. Hey. Yeah. What do you think about? You see what it is? Yeah. All your stuff, so huh? I know you're gonna sell all your stuff, so I don't need to I'm wish you good luck to. for that. That's that's the plan. So, you know, I got my brother with me, too, so my brother's gonna be with me. Yep. That's gonna help out a whole lot. Where are you gonna be staying? I'm gonna, he's go, he, he got a whole, he's getting a hotel on Friday, so tomorrow he'll have a hotel. 
so I don't have to pay for it. It's just basically my shop there. And he might ride back with me. <laughs> that helps. Instead of him oh, saying, he flew. He didn't drive. Yeah. He did a one-way flight. So. Mm. Okay. Right. I'm trying to enjoy this moment. Try to get some stuff done. When are you supposed to return? Monday. Mm -hmm. Be back Monday for sure. He says Martin Luther King birthday. That's all right. Martin Luther King Day, right? Martin Luther yeah. King Junior Day is Monday. Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow's his birthday. Yeah, something like that. So I'm just going to just focus strictly on business. All right. And hopefully I get the sell. Hopefully other people get the star follow on my page and yep. hoping for the best. Mm -hmm. Well, I wish you good luck with that front. It's wrong. You see, you see, you see, pay attention to the responses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I told, like I told her yesterday, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go. I had full intentions on going be before, but then it was just like I was feeling under the weather and feeling tired. I'm going to uh. stay home. I'm not going anywhere. That's what I said. Blah, blah, blah. But it's so boring sitting in the house. I cannot do it. I can't so do it. Now, I can't do it. He is yeah. going and he'll be back on Monday. Okay. Okay. And then it's yeah. like, I don't want to run the risk and wait until tomorrow. And then she still say, I really don't want to do anything. And then it's going to feel like it's a waste of a day. I wasted a day. Tomorrow I'm taking mommy to the doctor. See? Then after that, then there's no telling. Okay. That's when you know your wife. Yeah. So. So it's, it's like, sometimes you pick your poison. And I'm like, you know, I can either sit in this house and do nothing and just create the whole weekend. Or I can try to sell some of my product. And still think of different ways to create when I come back. Yeah. So. I think your freaking um, Kobe Bryant tracksuit was real was a really cool and really creative one. Right. That's like actually like because I, I started at such a high price point, I didn't, I didn't get no real bite. So I'm trying to figure that part out too, and I'm actually wearing that one tomorrow. But it should uh, still be high. I'll put it to one twenty. One fifty. Hmm. Yeah, one twenty. How much do you usually charge? Two hundred. No, for men's sweatsuit. Um, for what I saw on the website, seventy. Seventy and eighty. Men's sweatsuit. Yes. Seventy and eighty. The most. Eighty. So. Extra forty dollars. I was charging two hundred for it at first. Because of the amount of time that it takes, but now I know how to do it faster. Uh. Okay, so why would you go to 120 for the 150? Because I need to get rid of them, if that oh, makes sense. Oh, okay. How many did you get? With, huh? How many do you have? Four. Okay. So even if I sell all four of them, like, I, like, moved into, like, if I sell all of them, it's, like, 75% revenue. So. All right. 120. Regardless of what. Mm -hmm. So I'm still winning. <laughs> so if I sell it for 200 that's even better but I was selling it for 200 with the shirt it's 120 for just a sweatsuit and if somebody get the shirt it's still, they back at 150 so like, it's still not long. yeah but I'm out yeah you could always you mm -hmm. could also use one of them as like a you know giveaway sort of aid mm -hmm. thingy 
I would never give away the one that took the longest to do. So. Don't do that on special edition joints. You do that on site. You know, certain ones that's not selling. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Fair. Like I feel like at that point it's just like the possible publicity and possible interest you would get from having that sort of special uh, sweatsuit versus like that. That's smart, no. Versus no. the potential loss of the you know, not getting the money from the sweatsuit. If if you would take the risk and you think that the potential publicity would pay off, that's something I would do, because if that gets you more sales on your normal track suits, then that would be a good thing. What I want is basically views to the website, because yeah. the more people that, that familiarize themselves with the website, it makes life easier, Yeah. and I need to get more of a follow-up. Have you done ads with the Kobe Bryant sweatsuit on? Yeah, I've done it already. And I got pictures on my page with me in it. Yeah. Yep. I want to love see how you gonna pull this shit off. Where's your hand with the for the garbage? Let me see how you do this. Chill out. Doing this for too long. Okay. That's a lot of stuff in one hand. I'll close the door. But um yeah, forensic forensics is not really or creation or editing of laws. No. It's more of just investigations and stuff. Yeah. As we all do. Yeah, but I don't have that much time. <laughs> True. Not as much time as me, anyway. Huh? Not as much time as me, anyway. Welcome back, my good man. stop recording there thank you for watching the nico's thoughts podcast and i will see you all later